Welcome back to the Suresh Podcast. In the last episode, we heard how Jahangir and Guru Hargobind went hunting together. Jahangir had this doubt in the back of his mind related to why people were calling Guru Hargobind the true emperor, Satcha Patsha, and was wondering what that meant for his own status. So at the end of the last episode, we heard how during this hunting expedition, they decided to rest under uh, some trees. It was afternoon time. And that's where chapter 57 now begins, explaining how Jahangir was resting under a tree, surrounded by his soldiers, who all had their horses tied up. Likewise, Guru Hargobind was at some distance to Jahangir, and he was resting under a different tree. So like I said, it was early afternoon now, and the sun was really strong. At that time, a grass cutter was in that area, cutting some fine grass. And when he heard that Guru Hargobind was in that area hunting, he was overjoyed, thinking that he would go receive the divine sight, the darshan of Guru Hargobind, and have all of his desires fulfilled. So now would be the opportune time. As it's not Divan session, there wouldn't be a lot of people there around the Guru, so he could probably properly bow down, he could properly see the Guru and humbly ask him to remove all the sufferings from his mind and his body. So with this thought, he set off, but unknowingly, he saw Jahangir under the tree with some men there surrounding him. And he went there. He asked the guards, he said, where has the true emperor dismounted? May I go see them? The soldiers of Jahangir didn't really realize what he was asking. They thought he was just talking about Jahangir. So they directed him towards the tree where uh, there was a lot of shade. Jahangir was under that tree. The grass cutter, he walked to that tree there was like another guard there, uh, but Jahangir was awake now and just sitting under that tree. So when the grass cutter said to that guard, I'm here to see the true emperor, Jahangir heard that and he said, you know, let the man through. The guard let the grass cutter get close to uh, Jahangir, who was holding a taka. A taka is a type of silver coin. And as he got close to Jahangir, he saw what the emperor was wearing, that regal attire, and he was really happy. He placed this coin in front of Jahangir and he bowed down, clasping his hands together saying, O true emperor and powerful guru, I've desired your darshan, divine sight, for some time now. Please listen to my request. You are the master of the temporal and of divinity. And this is why the world calls you, Satcha the true emperor. Recognize me as your servant and please be my support when the end of my life approaches. I don't have any other desire in my mind, but please protect me from the messengers, from the angels of death. So Jahangir heard this and he was puzzled, thinking that, oh, this grass cutter must have thought me as Guru Hargobind. I don't possess such power to be his protector in the, in the afterlife, at the end of his life. I may have the power to wield control in this world, but I do not master the realm of the divine. So he must have thought of me as Guru Hargobind. That's why he's requested this from me. That person who is the master of both this life and the next, only for him does the title of true emperor make sense. Now I understand what Guru Hargobind was telling me. This guy himself came here and said the true emperor title, and he explained it to me. 
I didn't tell anyone to call me that, nor did I tell anyone close to me about this thought in my head. These people themselves say this to Guru Hargobin, which has spread now across all cities and villages. So this is the reason why everybody calls Guru Hargobin the true emperor. They don't allow their servants to experience any pain in the afterlife. So Jahangir was thinking these thoughts in his head and a deeper level of faith arose in the heart of Jahangir for the Guru. He said, O grass cutter, listen. I am the emperor of this world, but I cannot be your protector when death arrives. I have no control over that. That Satcha Patsha, that true emperor, which you call Guru, well, he's somewhere else. And you should go there, request this from them, and have your desire fulfilled. So the grass cutter heard this, he picked up his silver coin, then went back to where Jahangir's main group of soldiers were standing. He went and asked them, where is Guru Hargobind, the true emperor? Where has he dismounted? I wish to see them. So the men heard this and told him where Guru Hargobind was, where he was resting under some tree. So the grass cutter approached the Guru. When he got close, he bowed down, touching his head onto the floor. In front of the Guru Hargobind, and in front of Guru Hargobind, he placed this silver coin as an offering. He then requested and said, O Guru Hargobind, I have come into your sanctuary. Be my support at the end of my life. Save me from the angels of death. I've wanted to receive your darshan for so long now. And today, with great fortune, I've received this darshan. Your name is the cherisher of the poor. So please be true to your nature and save me. Guru Hargobind heard this and gracefully replied, The remembrance of Satnam, the true name, will be your salvation. Only earn money righteously, and eat only for money earned in this manner. These two practices will forever bestow peace upon you, and you will never have to see the angels of death. The true Guru will lend his hand at that moment, at the end of your life, and save you. Listening to this, a grass cutter bowed down. He then returned home in great bliss. And after some time, in that hot afternoon, the sun soon passed, and Jahangir mounted up on his horse and called over Guru Hargobind. In Jahangir's mind, now he had recognized the great glory of Guru Hargobind, and he became a great friend of the Guru. He would ride closely alongside Guru Hargobind, chatting and laughing with him during the entire time. Slowly, slowly, they got back to the city, and they both went back to their encampments. So in this way, Guru Hargobind and Jahangir both had a pleasant stay in Agra for some time, and Jahangir would every now and then come to see the Guru in great joy. And one day, Jahangir mounted up and had a servant go call Guru Hargobind. It was morning time now, and Guru Hargobind was just getting ready. He heard this request from Jahangir, and then he got ready, he placed his fancy saddle on his horse and mounted up to ride through Agra. It was in that city of Agra that uh, there was a daughter of a Sikh who was married into a family that didn't really have faith in Guru Hargobind. Her in-laws wouldn't let her go and receive the darshan of Guru Hargobind. So when she would bathe in the morning, she would think, if Guru Hargobind is true, then he would know the desires in my heart, in the heart of everyone and he would fulfill my desire for his darshan. So in this way, she would bathe daily while thinking and desiring to see Guru Hargobind. So that morning, 
when Guru Hargobind was riding into Agra, it was that time when that woman took her water and went to the roof of her house in the morning. Now this is because back then on the top of their houses, they usually set some cloth or maybe a walled area to provide some privacy to the women when they would bathe. So she climbed on top of the house there and it was on the very street that Guru Hargobin then took his horse and decided to ride down. So he was riding down that street when the woman was bathing like she does every day, saying from her mouth out loud that she wished to see the Guru. Guru Hargobin was riding by and heard this and immediately stopped his horse. He then said in a loud voice from outside the house, that desire that you always have, that you repeat in the morning when you bathe, and that you want to test the Guru, well, I've heard that desire. So come outside now and fulfill that desire, which you've always had. The woman heard this and quickly dried herself off. She put clothes on before coming downstairs and outside. When she opened the door, she saw Guru Hargobind's beautiful and tall body, his face radiant like the moon. She bowed down, clasping both of her hands together. Great love and faith arose in her heart for the Guru. She was just so hysterically in love, she couldn't speak. But when she did, she said, Blessed Guru, you are the true form of the divine. You've made my life fulfilled, and you've removed all my doubt. You satisfy all the desires of your servants. No one can count how many you have liberated. So for quite a long time, she was praising Guru Hargobind before he left, and she was in bliss. Guru Hargobind was riding his very agile, beautiful horse down the streets of Agra, and all the men and women in Agra were absorbed in this, just frozen in their glance towards Guru Hargobind. When the Guru met with Emperor Jahangir, they went into the forest, they began to hunt, they hunted wild boar, rabbits, and deer, letting go of their hunting dogs and cheetahs at these animals. So after enjoying hunting properly for the day, they came back to the city of Agra in great happiness. They both went back to their encampments. So in that area of Agra, the praise and belief in Guru Hargobind spread greatly. Day by day, the congregation there would get larger and larger. Guru Hargobind would fulfill the desires of his servants. They would come there hearing uh, the touching and beautiful praise of Guru Hargobind. Countless new and very smart and wise Sikhs would come into the congregation desiring to see the Guru, believing that it would bestow great peace upon them. So they would be initiated into the fold by drinking the Amrit, the Charanpal, the water stirred by the Guru's foot, after which Guru Hargobind would give them spiritual instruction. These great servants of the Guru would listen to these instructions, these teachings, and they would be in great bliss as a result. But slanderers like Jandu, those people only burned in anxiety and jealousy. Guru Hargobind would meet often with Jahangir, and sometimes Jahangir would call Guru Hargobind, and sometimes Jahangir would come to Guru Hargobind's encampment. Jahangir would donate great amounts of money, special items, and clothes of great value to the Guru. He would have hand-picked horses out of all the subcontinent given, donated to the Guru. So in this way, Guru Hargobind happily spent a lot of time in Agra, and that's where chapter 57 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear of the slander that Chandu does of Guru Hargobind to Jahangir. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. 
But as always, we'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. Shall the Paranga, the Taringa, that you get Karayaway, who are in the house of Manpa and Aloja, 